0: These
1: originals. Now! It's time for strong
2: and stable! Strong and stable, 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 strong and stable. Strong and stable. Strong and stable. Hello, my name is David Schneider. This is Strong and Stable, and we'd like to negotiate a one-off confidence and supply deal with you, dear listener. A bit like that deal with the DUP, only instead of £1 billion, you get a free podcast, which I think you'll agree is infinitely better. We'll soon be back for another series with all the grim inevitability of yet another general election, but to keep you going, we've collected our favourite outtakes, bloopers, and some extra bits that we've managed to conjure from our magic podcast tree. First up, here's Amanda Yunucci banging on to Dom Jolly, Aisha Hazarika, and Simon Evans about the good old days, or as they're also known, any time before 2016. Enjoy. I once had to go on Newsnight. I did a show 20 years ago now, Friday Night Armistice. Still we're...
3: the greatest comedy show in the world, in my opinion. Oh, thank you very You're much. You're getting OJ's autograph at oh, the Union, yeah. yeah. where he made him sign a folded bit of paper, <laughs> and, and, it and it opened it... up and it said, I did it. It's still <laughs> yeah. my favourite thing of all time. time. to
4: stop. I ran <laughs> alongside him and I shouted, we love you. Okay? Yeah, yeah, that's just, how he stopped. That's how you get an interview with Trump paper. now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, for another... Brilliant. Prank yeah. on a Friday night. Don't say just, prank, We <laughs> That's satire. We had to try and show how if we planted enough stories about the price of coffee going down, it would affect the stock market price of coffee. And you
3: just whispered it in bars. And, and, stuff. and
4: yeah, we whispered it in bars, but I was invited on to Newsnight <laughs> to talk about polling or something. So we, we made the deal that I would go on and I would drop, within the Paxman interview live, I would drop a remark about the price of coffee.
3: What in a nervous way? In a
4: sort of strange way,
3: <laughs> just so that they would like get out there. Like you knew.
4: And, and so I was conscious of being... And you're in this, like, very lonely, dark room in Broadcasting House. I mean, it's 11 o'clock at night and there's hardly anyone else there apart from you, Paxman, and the camera person.
3: And Toby Young,
4: who and lives I, there. And I knew I was on live. And it went on for five minutes. And I realised four and a half minutes that I hadn't mentioned the price of coffee. So I just <laughs> suddenly went, yes, I suppose the polls are rather like uh, the price of coffee, which is dropping through the floor at the moment. And there was a small pause. And Paxman just went, ha, ha, do ha, there. As if I'd said to fund...
0: Thing, and it made no sense whatsoever. I love that. It's called confabulation, isn't it? Oh. I is think it? When you're part of your brain that doesn't understand what it's yes. doing. It the just rhythm, had the rhythm of a joke. Yeah,
3: right. Can, I, a yeah. Can joke? I just say while well, we're still talking about Friday Night Armistice, because I'm yes. always amazed when people don't know about it, because I still think it was the greatest thing. The other thing I loved, and it is political, was when you set up a fan club for Jack Straw for no particular oh, yeah, reason. Straw dogs. And Jack straw, straw would, dogs, yes. Jack straw wandered out of the House of Parliament and there were just a whole lot of quite weird-looking people going, Jack Straw, Jack Straw. <laughs> it was amazing. And he
4: took to... it on the chin. The, the other, other thing was... we had to do for the election night, especially we did this live it was election in right? 1997, I think a lot of people were more interested in the actual election But anyway, we did this thing, all these politicians who do jokes in their speeches, and we decided, the three of us, David Schneider, Peter myself—we we take the jokes of one party as written for speeches, and we'd go and do them as our own stand-up Amazing. gig. Amazing. So we knew we were going... And we weren't going to be announced. It was going to be announced as us with new material. But we knew we were going to tell these terrible... And I had all the Tory jokes, and I went up and told these jokes about... Um, you
5: did... Uh, poor Heseltine's people and gypsies. Joke, you did Heseltine's
6: <laughs> joke about Ed
5: Balls, Ed Balls. having written um, Gordon Brown's speech, and he says, oh, it wasn't. Even Brown's, it was balls. Yes. <laughs> strong, and
4: stable. What we do on election day normally is, I like to. I get invited to various sort of BBC jollies. Did you ever go to that boat? The boat? Were you yes. on the boat? I was on the boat. Oh, it was the Sex fest. No. Yes. no. <laughs> if they'd sunk that boat, <laughs> yeah, it would have been a lot better place now. UK <laughs> would be a great it place. Would have been Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone was on that boat, including Joan Collins. It was very weird it was extraordinary. boat. There. Yeah, and I remember getting lots of mail in advance saying, "Please join us. We're taking a fresh approach to election coverage." Well, it was We're going fresh. to be on a boat, mm. but it's going to be really serious. Don't worry. If we say boat, you might think that's a bit silly. And was it but it'll be steaming absolutely... up and down the Thames? No, no it was just anchored. Um, it was anchored to the side of the
3: Thames. It, it was a very weird boat. I mean, if they just yeah. cut it adrift, it
0: would be do amazing. Remember,
4: <laughs> do you remember they had no electricity, so none of us could actually watch the election? Which, so which well. first,
3: and then secondly, no one really... <laughs> knew each other uh, uh, and everyone no. going on the boat immediately thought this is a terrible mistake yeah, <laughs> they, they yeah. pulled up the gangplank <laughs> yeah. and then you're all made to stand around very awkward tables and people yes. would come and interview you oh my yeah. God. and I, I honestly I, I considered jumping off at one stage and I but... was
4: interviewed live next to John Collins
3: Well oh that's yes. good I had David I... Badil, which is oh, fine which is fine <laughs> yeah. I and
5: think the... John Collins is better to do you think? Really. yeah definitely <laughs> this was the election where you were back in the Lib Dems is I that know right? what? look how that worked oh. yes you <laughs> thought they represented I thought it would
4: transform I thought Transform Britain, <laughs> you
5: people! I it would you
3: smash people! The Sorry, <laughs> Lembit if he'd had his chance, would have smashed it. And I, I think they've missed a huge trick <laughs> there. Bring him back.
2: Strong and stable. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled, or was it Theresa May, was convincing us that we had to have a snap general election because she needed a stronger hand in Brexit negotiations,
1: and because she could then bring the country together. Here's James O'Brien. You had no real leadership of the Remain campaign except from the Conservative cabinet, except from the Conservative Prime Minister. The, the fact that Jack Straw's son would be the leader of, do you know, can you remember who the Labour leader was? Uh, oh yeah, Will Straw. No, no, the, the, the Labour politician that was in charge of Labour leave. It was Alan Milburn, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. No, No. See silence. Alan Johnson. Alan uh, Labor, Johnson. No, sorry, no, Alan no, Johnson. Johnson yeah, in terms of Labour right. Remain, Alan mm-hmm. Johnson. No one knows where were they, and mm-hmm. and where the heck was Corbyn? And on the night that the result came in, do you think Jeremy Corbyn was weeping into his? Oh come on, though. No, that is oh, just come on. It was really important that the left found a voice during the Remain campaign to explain to people who are vulnerable that they will be worse off outside the European Union. And Jeremy Corbyn, I don't think, believes that to be but, true.
7: To say, you know. Looking at the other side, the entire Remain campaign was so complacent. The entire Remain supporters were complacent. I am passionately Remain. Complacent. Did I do a day's campaigning for Remain?
1: No. Didn't think you needed
7: to. Didn't think I needed to. They turned I- up,
1: turned up for a knife fight with a with a battered copy of the Queensbury rules and a pair of borrowed boxing gloves Mm. Uh, and a baguette and a baguette
3: this is strong and stable
1: marcus brigsop
2: was joined by richard herring camilla long and the mp clive lewis who made sure the rest of the podcasts weren't sent alone and naked into our brexit negotiations i get the sense
8: rich you maybe have a uh, share the view that i have which is frankly hopelessly naive that somewhere along the way a grown-up will stand up (laughs) and we will be taken to the edge of this cliff and the country will be dangled over it and we will see what the view looks like and the rocks below and somebody late in the day will go, I really think... This might be a terrible, terrible yeah. idea. I,
0: I, think, I think I do think it's I naive,
8: think, but I sort of there is a I part think, of me I feels think that that could could happen. Happen. I, I think, I
0: think politicians have to politics like. has to change, and it is changing. But I think also and someone has to lead, and I think the problem at the moment is that that politicians see opinion polls and then reflect those. Actually, mm. sometimes politicians have to go. No, I'm going to do this, and it's not popular, and it's not right. You know, it's not what. I think that's yeah. what Theresa yeah. thought she was doing. I think she thought that she was. She masked it as such. I don't know what she thought she was doing. I, I think she was trying to lose. <laughs> I, d- I, can't, I can't see any other explanation of the way she... Uh, be- and, and has behaved subsequently as well. I'm just am so furious with her, you, her as did Prime Minister. But you think
5: about the referendum, what people were being asked after seven years of austerity and whatever else had gone on before that, was they were being asked, are you happy? That's what it came down to. For a lot of yes. people: Are you happy? And you know, if you ask that question of people during the middle of, during the midst of, you know, for what for many people, it's a very tough time. You know, in terms of their, in terms of uh, real incomes and wages falling, and so on and so forth. I think it's a very brave question to ask, and and the the political establishment didn't get the answer they wanted, Um and now. You know, people are like, "Well, what are you going to do? How's it going to change?" And I think what it actually was for many people is a cry for help. And I think there are some people who say, "Never ask anybody if they're happy." Well, (laughs) I mean, I I think, I think you know, for some for some people, they they want us to kind of like kind of go, you know, pull back, stop it. But what it doesn't do, it doesn't actually. What we would, if we could just click our fingers and make Brexit go away, what it doesn't do is it doesn't get to the underlying reasons why people feel unhappy. And I think sorry, I was just I was just trying. trying We're still here.
2: strong and stable the other big question of the election campaign was whether oh jeremy corbyn as he's now known don't forget the o could actually win back over to amanda Yunuchi, Aisha Hazarika, and simon evans alongside dom jolly who has his own criteria on whether he should vote for a labour leader or not
3: i always look at politicians and just for me i think <laughs> would there be someone i could go and have a drink with really i mean that's the normal and weirdly ed Miliband, well, when he when you're working with him not a chance.
9: Now you know, I'd have to drag him out the Dungeons and Dragons thing,
3: but now I reckon he'd be amazing. He'd be on the bar dancing.
0: So. But that's why they got George W. Bush instead of Al Gore, wasn't it? Because on the yes. Go and have a drink. A reformed with,
3: alcoholic. But so, yeah. yeah. then he
0: doesn't yeah. drink. I mean, been yeah. said
7: today. Like, someone said, What well, would you have a drink? He said, well, I'd have a coconut
3: water. Oh, God. <laughs> doesn't drink. Sounds like my wife. <laughs> I mean, it's not a bad thing, but it's like coconut
4: water. <laughs> so looking forward next election, should we have a debate actually in a pub? Well, yes.
3: So and no, we should have
7: a karaoke sing-off.
3: Well, I think we should just whack them all in Big Brother, really, because we'll get the votes. Yeah, I mean, that is... It, it'd be great. great. And then you'd really see them, wouldn't you? Yeah. You'd really understand their is views. Is George Galloway
6: there. standing this, this time around, by the way?
3: Uh, is yes, he? Yes, he is. Is he? See. For who Gorton, this time?
7: Go- for himself. Okay, yeah. In Gorton.
3: Is he still wearing the hat?
7: Right. Yeah, he's still got the fedora on. So I think it's
3: important that one man in the House of Commons always wears a, t- a fedora, So, I, yeah. for, for that reason only. Also, I mean, joking aside, George Galloway is a great orator. I mean, he is mm. amazing. I mean, I know about four impressionists who are just, can do the most amazing George Galloway and they're mm. so annoyed that he's never going to be of any significance because <laughs> it's a totally wasted impression, but he is, he's brilliant. I mean, that, he's just mental. when you went
7: to America for that um, Senate thing mm. or whatever, that, I mean, that was, that was literally like the stuff of
3: Popping Jay. it's just a word that should be used all the time. <laughs> but then,
7: thing. shall I be the cat is also the most vomit <laughs> inducing kind of like memory
2: strong and stable. And now to Theresa May, also known as the bloody difficult woman, who it was bloody difficult to find during the election campaign, and as it turned out, bloody difficult to vote for. Here's Hugo Rivkind. Basically, the big political revolution of the last, what, 30
6: years, was 1997. It was when the Blairites came in. Mm. And the thing about post blairite politics was that it tried really hard to be human it tried too hard to be human it was sort of it was corny and it was Mm. cheesy a lot of the time it would all call me tony type stuff but it was a completely new way for politicians to speak Theresa may effectively she's basically just a relic of of the major government and she talks like people talked before 1997 and no one's noticed for the last 20 years because no one's paid any attention
3: to anything she said why do you Mm. think she was seen as a good home secretary then was she a good home secretary
6: well, I mean, actually, it's partly they they because, uh, boringly, because the Home Secretary brief was split off from the justice brief, and it's justice that always goes wrong. So all the tricky stuff... Was... All the tricky stuff got palmed off to justice. Yeah. That's to part go, of actually. it. but <laughs> yeah. but actually. But, but also, I mean, Cameron generally didn't like moving people, didn't move people throughout his time as Prime Minister, unless he had to, because they were Lib Dems and, you know, got shot
2: in the back of the head. And here's David Bedil, who, as you'll hear in a moment, has a soft spot for a hard Scot, Ruth Davidson. But one thing I think is very interesting what Rachel's just said, uh, which
9: is that this gulf between what is happening behind closed doors in politics and what we understand as the electorate, because I read Robert Peston on Twitter yeah. saying that Theresa May had 30 seconds of desk banging from the 1922 <laughs> yeah. committee. Now, she I was assumed, banged of course, on the desk. Yeah. Ha, 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 uh, ha, ha, ha. Yes, I assumed, of course, oh, on, that Rachel. that was some sort of weird political <laughs> sort of public school sexual oh, thing oh, yeah. that I didn't know about. Hazing. However, hazing. however more important, yeah, hazing. But more importantly, <laughs> I think that that suggests that there's a sort of thing where she's apologised to the backbenchers, she's apologised to whatever, she's showed the human face <coughs> to these very high-level people in the party. The word frit gets used by people yeah. who know about politics. I only found out what that meant like a year <laughs> ago. Right, Most people have no idea what all this stuff is. It's true. Then you see her on TV. I saw her on Sky. And with and, Beth Rigby, and, when she just repeated yes. the yeah, same thing. What was amazing, dead in the eyes. But what was really amazing about that is uh, that... We saw her do that when she's being asked so are you going to do a, a, this kind of brexit or that kind of brexit and that's one thing being very annoying just saying strong and stable strong and stable. but if someone says to you are you a dead woman wa- wa- are you a dead woman wa- walking Sorry, I'll try that again Did are she you ask her a her dead wa- yeah, yeah she said George Osborne says you are a dead woman walking Cheeky. what do you say to that she went you into- should say i'm so upset Fuck off! I wish he hadn't said that. Well, she should have said, hurts hurts or, said oh, what a well, "Of wanker. course, I did yeah. fire him, and of course yeah. he's yeah. getting his." Well, instead, request. she pressed yeah. answer yeah. B. Yeah. What yeah. Yeah. she said was, yeah. "She said what she always said." Software she update said, needed. I <laughs> think my job is to deliver, yeah. you know, a period of stability for the country. Like, but, but someone's th- just said something horrible about you, and you haven't responded in a human way if there is a by-election soon, which might yeah. happen, whatever, the Tories are thinking of parachuting in Ruth Davidson. Yeah. and get, If she will do that. If uh, she but, will do that is a big question. Literally well, yeah, parachuting in. I mean, there, there's just no question that she is the best thing yeah. that's happened. since sliced bread. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've never voted Conservative. I would consider voting Conservative. For her? For her. I just Why? Think she, I just really like her. I in just what think, sense? Well, I've always been interested in people who are, you know, I, I'm more interested in social progressiveness yeah. than I am... Worried about. So it's brave to economics. be her and be a so, Scottish. Jury. Yeah, I think it's I ch- think. challenging and interesting. And I also, yeah, I, I am. I get more upset really uh, about things like Theresa May wanting to start fox hunting again. I totally idiot. Nineteen fifty-three mm. thing to do, and and her policies on education and all sorts of things. Then I do about the economics of it, because although the economics are all screwed up, I think economics can go either way. It's visceral things that so, matter. But David, you might
3: vote
6: for her, but... No, I probably wouldn't the, vote with, for her. At but, the end of the we day... can't but vote but for the it, nearest I could imagine voting
9: Conservative,
6: with with Conservative the, is for Ruth Davidson. With the greatest of respect, the Tory view will be who gives a shit about David badil I mean, oh, how, how dare, dare you No, know, How you? Have you noticed how when anyone says with the greatest
3: of respect, there's not a lot of respect coming? strong and stable! I thought David was
7: going to say something else because legend has it amongst... Oh, this is Londoners, is that uh, it's very appropriate that Michael is joining the cabinet during a possibly hung? parliament oh, that's I what i thought you were well, because he's for because several <laughs> lots of girlfriends of mine scan pictures of michael gove in tight trousers really? oh, for proof on. of this now i'm when you say, i am but, not when you say
6: scan you oh, mean has... you mean with the eyes do <laughs> when you say lots well, of well,
3: girlfriends no, no. there
7: is a famous picture of michael gove that i wish listeners could see yeah especially on in a the, podcast in, yeah no no you know he's wearing a pair of blue lineny trousers and i i promise can you can i just
3: as my role of host hostess is that too, up, too too michael dope, gove hasn't turned up and he's hung like a hyena this is what Hyena? We're horse
7: Oh I wouldn't I, I have never haven't got ocular
3: uh,
2: proof This is strong and stable But was it the young what won it over to our guests now as they discuss this brave new world of social media and the role it played in hashtag general election 17. But I just, I think the people are
0: getting more savvy and, le- you know, and I think actually it's the son that they're probably, savvy, that probably they? lost it for, mm. I think, I think the, the attacks on Corbyn, I think, were, it's the same thing you were talking That's... about with Theresa May being, people feeling sorry for her. Yeah. People just start going, well, come on, he's not that, he's not that bad. This is insane. Putting cartoons designers in a I bin think. is too much. Yeah. He's not, you know, he's not going to turn us into communists. He's not an IRA sympathiser in, you in the in in broad sense of the words. And so people knew it was bullshit, basically i think and i think it was just too far it so- does feel like the sun and the mail went all in on
8: corbyn in the run-up to the election yeah, yeah. it feels like if there is another election soon like i'm sure <laughs> i'm sure they will continue to to delight and surprise time. me by being uh continuing to be foul but uh it does feel like they kind of spent everything you know,
0: but also because of new media you've got that the, the- You're able to see bullshit from the other side if you want to as well. Here's Bob Mills.
8: The one thing that I have found about this campaign... Uh, starting with the Brexit thing is is it's my first campaign that I've where well, I've had anything to do with social media. I've been, I, I I had to join Twitter a year ago. I got a radio show and they made me open a Twitter account. And so sometimes I go on it, and lots of it is very, um, lots of it is very funny. You get lovely. They send
1: you what they memes and things. And they're very funny. <laughs> yeah. All right, and granddad.
8: Are, no, they are. they well, well. I'm kind of feel like that. I'm, yeah. I'm in my 60th year, and it's it's a new thing. You're for not. Me.
1: Oh, bless your heart. That's how you win votes. <laughs> That's how you do Go and knock By on every voice. door and say,
8: hello, are you old enough to vote? <laughs> but um, what I have found is, and it's upset me, and it genuinely upset me, is the, the, the kind of vicious yeah. Yeah, stuff that you get. Mm. And from people who I know and admire, just the
2: language that they yeah, use. Yeah, I'm sorry about that, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Strong and stable. This election led Tim Farron to stand down as Lib Dem leader over a faith issue, namely his party had completely lost faith in him. Here are our guests discussing Tim nice but grim views on homosexuality and the role religion should or shouldn't play in our politics.
8: Well, very pleasingly, someone called too. Simon Pegg, not the very famous one, another one tweeted, if Vince doesn't run with the leadership campaign slogan, strong and cable, frankly, he doesn't deserve to be lived in leader. <laughs> <laughs> Farron said, uh, I'm a liberal to my fingertips. Unfortunately, his toes are horribly intolerant. <laughs> 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 do you think, uh, Rich, do you think, you know, politicians, political leaders and all the rest of it, where they, where they do have... Faith. I mean, how's someone like Farron supposed to manage that? His it's voting is... record, as as Jonathan Pye pointed out, his voting record on LGBT rights. I'm still unclear as to why all of those quite different groups are lumped into that <laughs> phrase. But anyway, it has been solid. It yeah. seems. But what what should leaders do when they have faith?
0: Well, it depends how far it goes, isn't not it? Because I mean, if you know, if people are like praying to God and saying, help me make this decision or believe, you know, or start believing their God, which I think we're sort of getting to that. Well,
8: Theresa May, <laughs> <Teresa> May said, <laughs> did she not, that her faith will guide her? Blair certainly was very clear on... Uh, how much he'd relied on consulting the man upstairs. Yeah, I
7: think she appears to be able to put a dividing line between her, <laughs> her
9: political life and her private spiritual life. And is, say. is that the right you know? way to go? Do you yeah, think? absolutely. Mm.
0: I th- it shouldn't impinge. And I think in the United Kingdom, when, you know, I think for me, what makes the United Kingdom amazing is we're all allowed to be whoever mm. we want to be. Yeah. And yeah. so I think if anyone starts professing one God above the other gods, even if they. Open to other gods, then that's sort of weird, isn't it? So, you know, it, 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 they should be kept mm. separate, really. Separate.
2: Clive Lewis, MP.
8: You don't absolutely, obviously, don't have to answer this or anything else if you don't want to. But firstly, do you have religious faith of any kind? And secondly, if you do, has it affected how you
5: vote on anything? I'm a humanist. Um, and on the uh, votes on um, giving people the right to die, Um, I think it's probably the vote where I did the most research on it. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't really, I'm not religious, I'm spiritual maybe if you want to call it Mm -hmm. that, but um, I'm a humanist and um, I thought very long and hard about it. But that vote I would say made my, is where I kind of brought into play my own very strong views on why we're here, what we're about, what's Mm -hmm. right, what's wrong into play. And many of those will be similar kind of ideals, which kind of, um, bring people from a religious bent to their own understanding of, of how to vote on a topic like that. Don't call it a religious bent.
8: He's not like
2: that, <laughs> is he? Now, Marcus Brickstock is a talented presenter, but he clearly learned nothing from Theresa May during the election, as at times he struggled to read from the script. Well, it, it does seem a shame that
8: Jo Swinson's not running. Uh, I'm not saying she's young, but the Lib Dems' loss is her local girl gu- girl guide group's gain. That would have been better if I hadn't fucked it. <laughs> 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 nah, no, sure, yeah. It does seem a pity that Jo Swinson isn't running, I and mean, she is very young. But then the Lib Dems' loss is her local girl guide groups. No, I can't say it. It's got too many too many G's in it. Uh, is there another amusing out to that? Um,
5: uh, <laughs> the tongue twister. All right. <laughs> Block,
8: yeah. it does seem a shame that <laughs> joe swinson isn't running uh, i'm not saying joe's young but the lib dem's loss is her local girl guide group's gain oh, well that done. was Yay. worth it well thanks
0: because yeah. <laughs> they're young right uh, that's the girl guides are young. yes that's the joke okay um
5: <laughs> thanks guys supportive it's
2: strong and stable <laughs> guest rachel johnson had quite a lot to say about boris johnson which isn't surprising really as he's her brother but to the rest of our guests, he felt like a family member too, as in that mad uncle who you can't trust not to talk about Nazis or come out with an offensive term for foreigners.
7: Point of information. Johnson. If you look at the, the data that was published today, uh, the people who voted in their numbers for the Tories and for Brexit are all over, are mainly over fifty-four.
3: Yeah, yeah, they'll be dead soon. But there's, there's, there's more are, of them.
9: If this second referendum but, is yeah. in three years, Every year we delay, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's yeah. the yeah. They all can't of these, be so All of, these, again. All of these they can. But sorry, all sorry of these, you all, keep saying
3: this, but I'm really these, it is extraordinary. Your brother is not a thick guy, and he ran that thing. I can't.
7: Well, I think. Do you not ask him and just say what is
3: wrong with you? It's
7: become. It's because. Really, I think Brexit is a sort of ph- philosophical ideology no, that oh, kind Rob, of captures yeah. the imagination of the, yeah. both the extremely intelligent, like Gove and like my brother and David Davis, possibly. And also, that's not,
3: that's not you saying David Davis is there? Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, thick. no, he's Farage not. But not it's thick.
7: basically, I, I regard Brexit now as a sort of national like an intellectual... virility symbol.
2: You're listening to Strong and Stable. And now, here's a bit more from one of our hosts, Dom Jolly who it turns out is an even better spinner of yarns than all those people who told us we'd take back control after Brexit. Do you
3: know the best thing? I went to Chernobyl, quite seriously, on a weekend. And my, the most annoying thing about Chernobyl, apart from the fact that, weirdly, halfway through my trip around this town called Pripyat, I suddenly realized I knew my way around. It's because I played quite a lot of Call of Duty with my kid. Mm. And they've mapped Pripyat perfectly. Mm. So I was literally going, is that the swing pool? The guy goes, "How'd you know?" And then even better, guess what's there? Like everywhere else in the world, not a Starbucks, but there is a Banksy in Chernobyl, that guy gets everywhere, it's amazing. I thought
7: you were going to say Nando's. (laughs) No,
3: no, there's no Nando's. One of the great jokes I've always wanted to do, before I was a comedian-ish, I was in politics and ITN, and when I moved to be a researcher for comedy shows, they kept saying, so have you got a great idea? And I always loved the idea that when they have a cabinet reshuffle, Everyone must mm. just be waiting yeah. for the call from number 10. However yeah. awful they yeah. are, they must shall, shall just we, in the back of their minds.
9: stop this now and call Nigel Farage? That's what <laughs> he wants. <laughs> just for a laugh. But the joke That's was a... to
3: ring all these people at the same time and just go, if you could just make your way to uh, Downing Street at yeah. 2 o'clock and you yeah. suddenly have a huddle of the yeah. wrong people.
9: Yeah. Let's call Nigel Farage and Arsene Wenger
2: and <laughs> see what happens. This is Strong and Stable. Like Labour closing the gap in the polls, we managed to squeeze in a bit of high drama towards the end of every episode. Here are our guests trying their hand at some of our quick-fire rounds. Aisha, hung Parliament or well-hung Parliament?
6: <laughs> well-hung Parliament.
2: Second referendum or second general
8: election?
0: <laughs> well, it's not a second general election. No, There's we've been had quite some a few. before. There's been a few. Um, well, I think probably both. Another general election No, and then... please, just and the just election, not well, let's both. Let's do it at the same time. Brenda from <laughs> oh, yeah. Bristol will be furious. <laughs> uh, will of the people
8: or will I am?
0: These are, what are these questions? <laughs> <not> <laughs>
8: uh, Do you know one of my favorite tweets I ever did that but no one was interested in or got was uh, Will I am, will self? Different people?
5: <laughs> <laughs>
8: Very That's good. It's so <laughs> a pleasing thing, isn't it? Very it turns good. out they are. OK, well, listen, uh, Clive, Camilla, Rich, thank you very much indeed for being... Oh, no, there's a whole ending written. I shouldn't <laughs> make it <laughs>
0: up. You're yet. as bad as Theresa May. It's all, it's, it's all scripted. Look, I've gone all sweaty. All what, <laughs> Rich, what
2: we have done... Strong and stable. Well, we hope you enjoyed those extracts as much as we enjoyed recording them and then brutally leaving them on the cutting room floor in the worst series of cuts since the last ones by this government. Please don't forget to hit subscribers, although it's the end of this series. Strong and Stable will be returning to the pod waves quicker than you can sing... Uh, how's it go? Jeremy Corbyn. No, that's, that's not it. Oh, uh, um, uh, yeah. If you like Jeremy Corbyn. No, that's not it. Um, oh, I, I, sorry, I, I can't remember. I'll just have to do the Theresa May song. Oh, running through wheat fields... Oh, running through wheat fields. Join in. Oh, running through wheat fields. That
3: was Strong and Stable. We'll catch you next time. Please subscribe. Strong and Stable is a Deezer Originals production. You can find and download more episodes on Deezer and all major podcast providers.
7: Deezer Deezer. Originals.